you gotta do the you gotta do the whole thing you gotta stand up no you gotta stand up and you gotta be like all right boys my name daniel i come from saint john uh, you know what i mean you gotta do the whole thing just like you're in a classroom of people or we can okay. start it off and say how you all doing i'm daniel this is matt this is justin and that's jeff and this is the first episode of SGP that we've done in what? Four or five years? That way it sounds a lot. It does, but see, that's the intro we just started. <laughs> there you go. There's nothing professional about this. I've been clean for about 27 minutes now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Was that actually the intro? Are we intro? Oh, yeah, we're already started. <laughs> oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> I didn't see you come in here. So that's how we do it, Jeff. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. How long has it been since we did a show anyway? It's been, man, it's been years. Like, it's been a while. It must have been at least. Back at your last episode, I think it was like 2016, maybe. Oh, no, it wasn't that long. It wasn't that long. It wasn't that long. Yeah, but it was. Maybe like closer to 2017. No, it was definitely like two or three years, I think. Yeah, two years, I think. I think it was two years ago, because it was still in the same house, right? Yeah, it was. Interesting. I'm pretty sure we did an episode where you're two now, though. I'm, I'm almost sure we did. Yeah. Okay, so let's go over the topics for the show today before we start off the intro. First of all, we're going to be talking about, and none of the boys know that I'm going to be bringing this one up. Justin's going to love this topic. Gearbox purchased by Embracer Group this week. Huge news. What? Yes. Ooh. Gearbox was purchased? Gearbox has been purchased by a group called Embracer Group. So, we're also going to be discussing Cyberpunk 2077. Of course, it's the first episode and Cyberpunk came out not long ago. we got to bring that one up. We're going to be doing a quick review of Serious Sam for VR because we want to do a VR game this episode. Mass Effect Legendary Edition we're going to be talking about. Immortal Phoenix Rising. Sword of the Necromancer. The medium, the release, the reception, and our thoughts on the game, for those of us if, if we played it. PS4 modding, Cyber Shadow, and the massive GoldenEye 64, N64 to 360 leak that happened uh, today uh, as of recording this uh, podcast on the 3rd of February. And there's some general gaming discussions, some couch multiplayer game recommendations, etc., etc., etc. And there's the intro. <laughs> So what's up, boys? So Gearbox, yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, just I figured you'd enjoy that because you loves your. Well, everybody, I suppose, loves the Borderlands. Yeah, man, you got Borderlands, Duke Nukem, like they they hold a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Borderlands is their most well known. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Um, I didn't look too much into it. Now that was just one of those things that came up today. I seen it on Kotaku this morning. Um, so what it means, like, I have no idea, but I'm interested to find out anyway, because Gearbox is like, they made Borderlands really well, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's kind yeah. of it, right? Let's see. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, they made Borderlands 3. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, no, entirely. That is their their one franchise, pretty much. And I've never been the hugest Borderlands guy, so yeah, I don't know. Not I, big news for for Maddie. Yeah, yeah. I kind of um, you know I didn't enjoy. Well, three was still good. You know, it was a Borderlands game, but you know, two is very still very my most favorite. Probably up there in my favorite game. Yeah, five favorite. Huh. Yeah. Which is the one where you're very floaty for most of the game? Is that the second one? Uh, you're like it's like moon gravity for most of it. No, that's the friggin' pre-sequel. That was yeah. uh, probably the worst one. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, shows how much I know about Borderlands. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's just something I just wanted to bring up. I don't know. There, I'm sure there'll be many more details that come with that, but it's quite new news anyway. And there's not much else about it that was it was literally just one of those things embrace a group what they've made but they made some i can look it up right quick but i know i seen i was looking at that looking at it yeah i'd like to know too they made stuff like, such as keep them to make their own ips or oh are they, gonna get they the made the they made games? they made the home world titles they also own they also own thq nordic yeah just uh... mm, so I mean, they're, I guess they're known. I never heard tell them before, but that's the thing. Like, it, I guess Gearbox is still going to say Gearbox because clearly they still own THQ Nordic, yeah. which is just a, it's, its own its own thing. So, who knows? Maybe nothing will change. Who knows? Yeah. I wonder what that means for uh, Mr. Pitchford. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe keep his mouth shut for once. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So Cyberpunk. Yeah, we, we kind of have to talk about this one. I mean, it's uh, all right. So it's one of the most hyped releases of the last decade, I, I would say. So Matt, what did you play it on? I played it on PC. Uh, PC, Master Race, um, et cetera, et cetera. And <laughs> um, I'm happy for it because the, it's the only... Well, I guess, you know, obviously PS5 and Xbox Series X, if you're lucky enough to have any of those. But uh, otherwise, it's like PC is pretty much the only playable version. Yeah. Yeah, it has a well, hard time sticking with 30 frames a second on Xbox or PS4. PS4 being the worst of the two. Yeah. yeah. And Matt, I'm running, uh, I got a 3080 and I got a 5600. And I cannot run the thing to save my life on 1440p, let alone 4K. Like, I cannot do it. Yeah, well, I, I, I only have a 1080 and, you know, an i5, whatever. <laughs> Can't yeah. even remember exactly. And uh, holy shit, I have to crank everything down pretty low. But, yep. you know, it, it's playable at least. Yeah, is it? DLFS. <laughs> Definitely does a lot of the heavy lifting in that game. You think? Yeah. Well, I got a 2060, and I get, well, I can get way, or at least over 60 frames in pretty much most parts of the game with a couple dips here and there with it on, like, uh, not, what is the one about it, quality DLSS? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff cranked up. No RTX, but, I mean, I don't really notice yeah. much of a difference, honestly. RTX is I nice look to have, it. But yeah. Something I don't notice unless I'm looking for it. 
Otherwise, while I'm playing a game, it's just in the background. And you know, I'm just curious what everyone thinks about it. You know, like all right, for if we all play it, let me let I'm me probably about I'd say only like quarter of the game main story i played a nice bit of the side quest i mean it's fun it's got a lot of different stuff but some of it is kind of gets copy and paste a little bit okay so well, let I me just been too far into it the story is pretty interesting though let me just make a point about that so i i played it for fuck what two hours give or take right i seen more shit happen in that game in two hours than I've seen, I think, throughout my whole playthrough of GTA V. There is so much stuff being thrown at you. The map is just like, as soon as you get out into the world, they give you the map, and it's just littered with things to do, which is fine. <laughs> but there's a, there's a thing that you do in open world games where you slowly, gradually put the player into the game, right? Jeff, remember me and you had this conversation, but the more you drove around the town, everybody's yelling at you. Hey, I got a quest for you. Hey, I got a quest for you. Come over here. I got a quest for you, right? And then the missus up in the top right corner keeps popping up and saying, hey, there's a quest here. Hey, go here and do this. And you're just like, <laughs> I literally went down Fifth Avenue. Oh, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Like, there's so much shit going on. I can't agree with you more with that. It, there's so, so much. <laughs> I don't... I never bought a car yet, and... I think I've got about probably 30 freaking cars, tech, mm. like texts from people being like, hey, I got a ride for you. And it's just like, okay, it's like, I get it. Yeah. So if you go anywhere in this game, it's just, you're going to get bombarded with side quests. Yeah. Which is fine, but it'd be a lot nicer if it was a gradual progression. Yeah, that was my issue. A lot more immersive. And especially where the game is so, well, obviously, you can't talk about the game without talking about how buggy it is, but there's even times where the game would call me twice. Like, I would be talking on the phone with somebody, and then my phone would ring, and I would answer it, and I would be talking to two people somehow at the same time, and it was just, yeah, it was that. It's it very buggy out of the immersion, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was but a lot. I think there's, I think it's a shame because it's, um, uh, you know, it, it's a shell of a great game. Yeah. That, that was just, it needed like another year of development time at least. Like it looks and good. What I've seen online, that's what it was supposed to. Yeah. Uh, developers didn't even know it was supposed to come out this year. I think it was the more the maybe the investors or the management of CD Projekt Red that forced them to push it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess you get what you uh, asked for. Joseph, I bet you, did you try it? been demanding that game so much, they couldn't wait, so. Justin, did you try it? Uh, no, the only experience I've actually had with the game was the couple of minutes I saw at your place. That's it. So, mm. I don't, I'm sorry about this one, guys, but I don't really have much of an input. That's okay. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> I... Uh, as long as you didn't waste your money. A, a gaming PC, so I'm unfortunately out of the Astro Race, uh, Maddie. No, no, <laughs> Sorry, no, no, buddy. no. Hold on there now, buddy. But, uh, you do have a PS4, and hey, listen, you can, well, you can't though, can you? You can't buy that on PS4. No, no. How unfortunate. <laughs> Not digitally. Not digitally. Yeah. You know, that's that's saying something though, you know? Like when I when a game company like Sony actually has to pull a game from its store because it's so bad like that screams something. And that's like you could kind of uh make comparisons to No Man's Sky, which is kind of taking a 
turnaround. Yep. Yeah. After all the updates and everything, they stuck with it and actually made that game a hell of a lot better. And you know what, man? So give it. The same with Cyberpunk. Give it like. I can't see it running. No, very but very well on PS4 and older generations because it's more of a hardware issue than it's anything. Well, maybe part of it is definitely the hardware. Yeah, but you know what? Let's touch back on it in like six months. You know what I mean? Like wait until June or July. That's that's what I did. I stopped playing the game. I'm sure they're going to work out a lot of the bugs, but the game itself, even even though the game runs like shit, it it's glitchy as all hell. Um, but the gameplay for me, I do get why some people would enjoy it. I'm not like I wasn't a Witcher fan either. You know what I mean? And this is a lot. I know that the open worldness and all that is a lot like that because it's made by the same developer. But it's just not my thing anymore. I don't think. And I just I know people who got right into it. I I can't. I didn't. It's not my thing. That's fair. Yeah. But speaking of what is my thing, Serious Sam VR. Oh, yeah. Now, me and Jeff have been playing this one for, Jesus, man, two months now. <laughs> <laughs> On and off. Yeah. On and off for like two months. It's like our VR game, our go-to right now. And I got to say, like, for... I remember when I seen the price of the game on Steam. Like, the initial price is like 40 bucks or something like that to buy it now. Uh, I think that's I correct. think it's around there. Now, not on sale. However, wait for the game to go on sale because clearly it does a lot. But it's so worth the money. We've been at that one now for, like I said, a few months, and yeah, we've we're stuck on we were stuck on one level for a few weeks. <laughs> that thing was that thing was yeah, crazy. Three ninety nine. Yeah. Not on sale. Yeah. But you know what? It's actually like almost worth the money, especially if you got someone to play with. It's a very very good game, and they did an excellent job in VR with it. It did, and it runs very well. Very good. It looks. Uh, yeah. What kind of headsets do you guys have? We both got the Rift S. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Man, remember back in the day, back the old school SGP episodes. Yes, man. Use an old the dev kit. Really, like, dev kit version that we had. Oh, buddy, how VR has come a long way. <laughs> yeah, really. You still have the CB1, you know, like the OG um, release version. Mm. Um, but I kind of want to I kind of want to get a Quest, man. My my brother has the Quest 2 and uh, yeah, the screen on that thing is sharp as fuck, so. Yeah. Um, Ooh, friend of of, I saw him do a durability test on that today, and holy crap, that is a, a beast of a machine. He oh. put it in a dryer, he took the controllers and flicked them across the room, smashed them off of a countertop, and what? squeezed them as talking hard about, as he could, we know, they didn't break. Are you talking about the controllers we got touch controllers? No, they're different. They're built a bit different than ours. The Quest... Apparently ours are a lot more weaker and are more prone to breaking, especially the rings. Oh. He took those and he was slamming It's the strange because I... They didn't break. I, I won't name any names now, obviously, but a friend of mine has a Quest 2 and has all that. They're exactly the same controllers. The only difference is that the the part with the joystick has a little touch, a place where you can rest your finger, your thumb, and that's the it. inside could be a little more... Uh, Built stronger, right? Well, that's just it. It could be the plastic or something, yeah. The Quest Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's kind of cool. Seeing people having them break a lot, they made it a little more. Hey, look, listen. Then again, I punched the wall and I didn't break my controller one time. Remember that? (laughs) 
but yeah, it's it's funny too because I kind of wanted to uh, they brought up VR in general uh, because I kind of wanted to quickly, you know, when I was thinking about topics for the show, I was kind of wondering what everyone was up to last year because I haven't talked to you guys in so long, and I was kind of curious like what everyone's favorite games of 2020 we we didn't get a chance oh to do yeah like a, man i was just 2020 i was thinking about and the same I was thing thinking about it and i'm like i think for me 2020 was wasn't really the most exciting year i think the most important thing for me that came out all year was half-life alex oh fuck yeah was it ever? And, oh well, that's, dude that's fun that was so good <laughs> justin <laughs> Did you play it? He tried. <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah, you gotta try it a bit more, you know what I mean? But, um, check something. I found it very difficult to, to play in VR, um, to the point where I couldn't even move in the room. Like, I, I, I was, I'm shaking with anxiety because I, I would constantly feel like I'm gonna fall over. It was really uh, hard for me to get used to. Gotcha. <laughs> That's especially thing for a lot of people. Yeah, especially in VR games where you're moving around with your thumbstick. A lot of people have trouble uh, getting used to that sensation. I feel like. Okay, <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, yeah. advancements in trying to help people with motion sickness, like with snap turning and mm-hmm. uh, what is it, the vinaigrette crown, the sides of the screen. Yeah, and apparently that helps a lot of people. Now, your mileage may vary depending on the person. <clears throat> So, so let's just look back through some things here. So speaking of 2012, um, last was part two. 2012. You know, I tried it. I yeah. was I didn't get hooked into it. Half Life Alex. I played the shit out of that. I finished it, and it was one of the best VR games I ever played in my life. It's fantastic. Oh yeah. It's a bitch to run, but it's great. <laughs> it is. Yeah. We had Doom Eternal, which great is mm-hmm. fucking yeah. incredible. Was it the best game of 2020? No. No. We also had Final Fantasy VII Remake. Again, best so of 2020. Uh, it was good. Oh, it's good. It's good. Just, it never. It wasn't able to hook me like we man. We had so many. Real quick, we had Squadrons. We had Resident Evil Three. We had fucking uh, Call of Duty Warzone. We had Cyberpunk. We had Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. Oh yeah. We had Tony Hawk one and two get re released. Was it the best game of twenty twenty? No. <clears throat> they did a good job on that remake. They though. did a fa- it was one of the best remakes. Final Fantasy Seven remake and that was just it's such an incredible year for the remakes. Oh, I gotta give it to that, man. Mm. That however my heart, man. However, <laughs> and for me, you might think I might say something like Doom or Alex or Last of Us or whatever, right? Yeah. However, See, recently I played a game called Ori and the Blind Forest. Mm-hmm. In 2020, they released another one called Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yeah. So I played through Ori in like, what, Jeff? Was it like two days? And I had it done? Yeah. Like, I did not stop. The Will of the Wisps is what I'm on right now. And I got to tell you, that is one of the best looking games. It's one of the best Metroidvanias out there. It's just one of the most like jaw-dropping things you can ever look at. It's such a fantastic game, and I'm going to give it to that one. I never finished Ori, the second one, but if I was to pick one, it's that. By far. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, go ahead, man. I just want to also say uh, fucking Hades was dope, too. I mean, I, I love Bastion and Transistor uh, from yes, Super Yes, man, Game, so. you're right. I never played Hades yet. Great. Oh, the game is excellent. And it's a roguelike. Yeah, yeah it is. Mm. Lots of you great games this year. Yeah. Fucking incredible. There's a nice few good games come out in 2020. Yeah, I just can't even think of, you know. You know, there's this the other thing too is like, thank God we, me and the wife, we quit smoking this year, so we quit, we quit. Good job, dude. But it was like right on Christmas Day. <laughs> it was like right at the end of the year. <laughs> but man, I gotta tell you, like ever since ever since we did, I'm able to like, I used to be sit down and play a game for about half hour, forty five minutes, have to go for a smoke. You know what I mean? You had your smoke. <laughs> Then you don't want to go back and play the game because you just had a smoke. You're, you're up. You want to go do whatever. I've never been able to sit down and play through a game in one sitting like I have been since since I quit in Christmas. So I missed out on a lot of games, I think, in 2020. <laughs> so now that's what I mean about Ori. Like now I'm going back and playing the games from 2020. And man, I missed out on that one. <laughs> like real bad. So Hades is, yeah, I'm going to have to try that one next. I think. Justin, I really recommend it. Yeah, what about you? Uh, man, I I really got to give it to Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, you were hyped, man, for that. You were. Oh, very much. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I had a countdown going. Like, oh, so my question to you I, now. Yeah. Did it live up to your expectations though when it came out? Honestly. Oh. Uh, it, and, and and then some actually. Okay. Um, I love the fact of how they did the atmosphere of turning <clears throat> what they did in the PlayStation One to a completely different environment in in, in the PlayStation Four, but somehow feel the exact same. Like when you're in that first reactor and you're going through you know you're going through these catwalks and up and down these ladders and jumps it felt exactly like it did in the original and like there were some of the parts of the cutscenes that just oh man i i love what they did in in reanimating it um you know in the current gen yeah i was um i wasn't as stoked for it I don't think like I liked it. I thought it was a great game. Don't get me wrong. Played a lot into it until I remember I played into it until I sold my PS4 Pro at the time. Um, mm -hmm. It was a worthy sale, but um, yeah, I thought it was a great game. But it didn't. Man, I, I'll I'll never forget when it did come out and how upset I was that there was no overworld map. Yeah, that was one of the biggest things for that. Like Final Fantasy VII is a fantastic game. It's one of the best games out there. But man, that world that world map was just that made it for me right. And I felt yeah. like I felt like they I know they did a really good job in what they did and they expanded the story, but I felt like all the pieces were too dragged out. Mm -hmm. You know did what you I mean? Finish it? No, I got really far, but I didn't finish. Now that's okay because we're when we get back into this this when we get back into our conversations here, I got one little spicy thing to talk about that we'll get to later on. It's going to bring back Final Fantasy VII for sure. Okay, but we'll get to that after, right? But uh, yeah, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Jeff, what about you? Uh, what do you think? I honestly wouldn't be able to say, as I don't think I've played many games that came out last year, honestly. 
So you wouldn't go as far as to say. I did play Borderlands 3. It was good. But that wasn't 2020. No, I do enjoy it, and I did like the story. I thought the two characters in it fit it really well. But Borderlands 3 wasn't 2020. Yeah, I didn't think so. No. But I want to ask you something. No, Borderlands 3 was definitely not 2020. I thought it might have been late 2019. Uh, Yeah, it was. Troll's good. I couldn't get through it, but it is an excellent game, and I am going to go back to it, as I do love the developer. Controls and Wake is probably one of my favorite games. Controls 2019. Okay. Now, I want to ask yeah. you, though. I want to ask you, though. I might have skipped 2022. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, don't feel bad, man, because I was looking at what game was I was thinking about, and oh, fuck, I just looked it up, too. Let me see if I can bring it back up. Oh, yeah. I was going to say God of War. How come nobody's talking about God of War and I realized it came out in 2018? <laughs> so, like, that game is a masterpiece, though. So. <laughs> nothing. Everything brings back God of War, right? Yeah. Um, Jeff, what about Warzone? Um, I yeah, no, it's having too many damn issues lately to really recommend it. I mean, you can't even freaking win a match without but, someone I know. just stabbing himself with a stim pack. I know, but... Think about it for a minute. It's 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 a, it's a strange thing, isn't it? Like I played Ori. I says his mind is Ori. And you played Ori. I played it for like two hours for that game, right? Warzone. We probably yeah. got clocked in hundreds of hours. Yeah. But you wouldn't touch it with a ten foot pole to say it's your favorite game, right? Never. But it's a multiplayer game, and I'm not really what I call. Mm. I mean, I can't play those games without friends. So let me ask you something. That's yeah, true. Too- what about what about gunfire? Ooh, I do love that. That was good. Yeah. That was an excellent That game is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I never played that one, but my bro is into it with a few of his friends. Matt? It is a great song. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Mm. All right. The Division 2, did that come out in 2020? No, that uh, was definitely not. That was probably 2019. Yeah. What about Bloodstained? Yeah. When does that come? Uh, 2018. <laughs> oh yeah, man! Yeah, 2020 went fast. <laughs> yeah, went fast. Though I gotta say, like we can't talk about you know gaming in 2020 without talking about you know the elephant in the room, the fact that there was a fucking pandemic out of nowhere. Yep. And yeah. a lot of people like, like I don't know about you guys, but video games almost became like a way to keep in touch with my friends for a while there, you know, which yep. I think is really cool. Um, and I feel like Animal Crossing um, was like a huge cultural event because of that. Uh, yeah, it came out at the right time and everyone was using it to kind of like hang out with their friends in, in weird little cutesy world uh, and relax mm-hmm. a bit. And and I feel like I played a lot of Quiplash. Like it's weird how um, or Jackbox party games. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of weird how the pandemic kind of you know changed gaming a bit. In Not to mention year. how many like you'd see it online. Like say now, depending on where you're listening to, if you are, um, we we use the marketplace right here for a lot of things, and we actually have like you know these groups that are local. But you see people who are like on your friends list, and they might be like your mother's friend or your father's cousin or something like that, where you just see these random people looking for Wii's, looking for Switch, especially Switch, man. Like, Switch was like, as soon as the pandemic started, all your Switch went like crazy, right? 
Just how many new people and shits just started getting in the game and just because of a pandemic they couldn't leave your house. I think that it was recently I was watching an episode of Spawn Wave on YouTube and uh, I think he was saying something about Switch sales recently surpassed 3DS sales, I think. Or yeah. was Or Wii sales or something. Something so, like that, yeah. I, I mean, like, it's crazy good, so. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, the pandemic did such wonders for gaming. And it's amazing, yeah. too. Uh, again, we're going to get into this. we got to start moving along the list here. But when we get to the, the medium... about a new Switch coming. Not just that, but when we get to the medium, uh, I watched... Because, like, the, we'll touch on it really quick, but the medium was this game I've been looking forward to. It's a fucking incredible game, to a point. But one of the cool things was, was how they developed the game over the course of the pandemic. Because that game was pretty much like start to finish almost pandemic, right? And so most of the time spent developing the game was apart from each other. So they would have to take, um, say they wanted to do things like mocap and all that kind of shit, right? They would almost have to do it on a cell phone in their house and then send it to the other team. And the team would have to then try and do mocap with what they did on a cell phone. And when you think about all the work that must have went into that and still come up with a product that is fantastic is just like... It's mental. It's it's very impressive, kind of. You know what I mean. And that's the cool thing about a lot of the games that are going to be coming out now, going forward. All were developed like this way, where they had to social distance and do it through, you know, teams meetings and shit like that, right? Working Which is nuts. Home. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's why there's so many delays. Like you know, a lot of these big game developers, yeah, they're still developing games, but like. When you got to work from home and like taking it from someone who, you know, works from home themselves, you know, it's, it can get tough and just trying to even do like your regular day job at home is so much more difficult. Well, you're losing out on that whole interaction with people, right? Well, it's not only that too. Yeah. Like there, and it leaves a lot of room for miscommunications and, you know, uh, you know, and it just, you know, overworked and then, you know. Yeah. Okay, guys, we gotta keep moving on with the uh, list here. So let's get into yeah. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I believe it was trailer. Jeffrey, I believe you wanted to bring up this topic this time. Yeah, it uh, it looks pretty good. They're, they've done quite a bit of work into it. Not only is it just say the 4K HDR upgrade, they also went through. And for each game, they actually upgraded the models and a lot of the terrain. And, well, just a lot of the graphics in general. And from the trailer, anyways, which is pretty limited, it's looking pretty good. So is Andromeda going to be a part of this? No, it's the first three. I thought so. The original trilogy. What was the last game prior to... To the last massive prior to this Mass Effect that was coming out, uh, I had a friend that picked it up, and I remember them saying that you know they just had to try to get through the game. The game was so uh, you know buggy. That's that Andromeda. Was, you know, almost unplayable. Yeah, he uh, he did it to try to get the trophies. Yeah, that was Andromeda. That thing was garbage. That's cool though. They never said when that's supposed to be coming out, did they? Uh, I'm looking right now because I don't remember them actually mentioning it okay but like right here from what i can see there's actually more than just visual upgrades they've improved the ai improved some of the boss encounters they've updated the hud they changed mini games and they're going to a more uh single player focus i think they're getting rid of the max multiplayer which i don't think was 
what people really liked about the Mass Effect games in the first place. Yeah. So it's kind of good that they're actually throwing in a bunch of stuff. Because the first game is a bit dated, so it could definitely use a bit of an overhaul. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of excited since I haven't played them in forever. I never even finished the third game, actually. And... I've only ever gotten through the first and second. Gotcha. Yes, yeah, the same actually, with me. Actually, um, yeah. we have the trilogy on the on the PS3, and uh, Ashley uh, had played them back in the day. I, I like the fact that you know your decisions can carry on through with you and stuff. Mm. Mm. Uh, Immortal Phoenix Rising was the next topic we were going to discuss. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that one looks pretty interesting. I think that might be actually one I'm going to go back and play through the entirety of it. I only downloaded the demo there the other day and tried it, but it's very close to what... So is it actually like, like Zelda? It is a lot like Zelda. The climbing and everything out of combat has been changed up. It's a bit more... It's less, you know, just hitting X. Yeah. And it's got a lot of skills, moves. Uh, there's a whole equipment system into it, and it's a pretty big map. It looks... Pretty good, I gotta say. It's done by Ubisoft, which I'm not usually a big fan of most of their stuff. But this is kind of different from what they've had before. And it looks pretty good. Okay. I definitely yeah. want to try it out. No, it's been out for a little bit, and they have, uh, I think it came out this year. And they've actually got another DLC out for it already. Kind of uh, excited to see that you had this one on the list because I, um, you know, I'd seen videos of it. And it looks really good. It, uh, I kind of missed out on Breath of the Wild because I don't own any consoles, you know? So I miss out on all those console exclusives. Breath of the Wild, of course, being only on Switch or, or whatever. And, uh, yeah, so this seems really appealing to me. And I'm also kind of a, a little bit of a Ubisoft fan on occasion. I, I really like Far Cry and... That mm -hmm. sort of uh, open world exploration uh, formula is kind of appealing to me. So yeah, this that looks like a good time. I want to try it out. All right, guys. Next topic: Sword of the Necromancer. Justin, yours? Yeah. What's up? Yes. Um. So I recently found out this game uh, existed. Uh, it only actually just recently came out, but um. It shows some great promise. It's a really nice little dungeon crawler game, like, you know. Uh, so basically, you can earn this Sword of the Necromancer. You can Any enemies that you can kill, you can basically reanimate them to help them fight with you. Okay. But you use them to... Um, you use the enemies that uh, you reanimate in your equipment slots. So you only have four different equipment slots that you can use. So you also have to try to figure out, you know, what weapons you're going to use in there or any any elements or anything um, for your abilities. So it gets really fun. Um, it's just, uh, you know, like it's just a dungeon crawler. Okay. And yeah. You guys and check what's it, it out. supposed to be? What's it out for or coming out for if it's, if it's, it's not on Switch? Oh, really? Is it new? Yes. Ah, man. Jeff, <laughs> you got to check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go check it, it out. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, again, I don't have a Switch, but if it's on something else, if it's on PC, I'll, I'm going to play it. Yeah, it might yeah. be. Um, it, it's actually inspired me by, uh, that, you know... It says here it is. Ooh. It's is it, on pretty much everything. Is it co-op? Uh, yeah, you're looking for that. I don't... You? i never seen any sort of co-op option. 
Yeah, we're checking Steam. All right, boys. Oh, this, well, this Jeff's looking for cool. well, Jeff's looking for co-op. Oh, we're going to move on. Uh, we're going to talk about the medium. So this is a game that came out last week. Came out. It's an it's a Xbox Series exclusive game, but it's also on PC. So that's where I play it too. Is on PC. I ain't buying no damn Series X. There's no games for it, and everything that do come out for us come out on PC anyway. What a waste of fucking money. PC fan or P- PS4 fanboy. It isn't co-op. Ah, that sucks. Okay. Hmm. Anyway, so anyway, the medium is a uh, horror game inspired heavily by Silent Hill, and you can tell. It is yep. fantastic. It has excellent fucking music because it's made by my boy Kira, who made the uh, who is the, um, the music producer for Silent Hill. God love him. Not the newer games, but like, well, some newer games, not the newest Silent Hills, but a lot of the old ones, like one on up to like Downpour, maybe he might have done music in that one as well. But anyway, fantastic, fantastic fucking music producer. The game is fantastic. It's one of, it's one of the best horror games I've played in a long time. The way that they made the game is just fucking phenomenal, where you have two realities you're playing at the same time. However, of course, like everything, uh, that game is riddled these days with computer technical issues. I don't know if any of y'all seen the video I posted up about this, but... I did. Let's go back to what I have here. I have a 3080. Right? Yeah. I got 8 frames per second in that game. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at a door. The full screen of a door. That's all it was. Nothing special. Nothing behind the door. It wasn't like some vast reflection into the abyss with thousands of enemies breathing fire at each other and all kinds of... I know, it was a door. (laughs) Inside the door was a garbage container that I could move in probably a 10-foot by 10-foot room, and that was it. Eight frames per second. I was a little bit pissed off by that. A lot of people are a little bit pissed off by it because it's one of those things that you go and you get... You know, you upgrade your computer, you feel good about it, you want to play games really well. And then you get this game you've been really looking forward to, and you get just shit on. It's just like, here you go. It's not ready yet. Go fuck with it. You know what I mean? So now, I stopped halfway, because I don't want to do it anymore. I'd rather go back and play the game over when they fix the goddamn thing. It's a lot like Cyberpunk for a lot of people. Now, if you have a three or an Xbox Series, even an X... It's going to be the same situation for you. The game runs like ass at 30 frames per second locked. <laughs> On a brand new... Yeah, and it's like some stupid resolution issues too. And the funny thing is, no matter what resolution I pick, even if I go down to 1080p, it's the same thing. Like, you cannot get steady 60 frames in it. It's, it's, one of the, it's just one of the most horrible things uh, when it comes to optimization I've seen in a long time. Along with Cyberpunk, of course. Anyway, it was just yeah. one of those things. Like, the game is so good. It is, it's one of those ones where you don't care. I mean, I, I go down to eight frames a second. I don't care. The game is so good. I just want to keep playing it, but I can't because it's just too much. <laughs> but to be honest, like, my bro has a, uh, a 1070, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he ran that game much better than you could yep. <laughs> with your setup. So there must be some conflict with uh, one of your components. I don't know what it would, what yep. it would be. But... Well, here's the thing. It's RTX. It's uh, ray tracing. Now, it's not all ray tracing. 
but ray tracing is a big component of it the other issue uh after much research is the fact that i played on the game pass xbox game pass store on the pc which locks your resolution to 4k no matter what you do it's a <laughs> it's a hard lock to 4k and that's fine i can still run it at 64k the problem it's not the problem that the game doesn't run at 60 frames it does the problem is, is that it has so much micro stutter. It, if you look at a door, it goes eight frames a second. If I'm, if I'm inside, looking at a wall, it runs at twenty. If I'm outside, looking into the world, at sixty. It's just such a clusterfuck of issues, right? Yeah. Same with, like I said, same with Series X. It has horrible micro stutter issues as well. On top of it, no matter what you do, the game feels like garbage. Now I know. Wanted, uh, I gotta say though, like. Like you said, it, it does suffer from issues, but it does seem like a cool game. <laughs> oh, it's such that. a good game, man. It is such a damn good game. That's the thing. Like, I, I don't want to knock out too much because I love the game itself. I think they did. And again, how they made it, how they produced it, and what they had to go through in order to do it was just... There's a cool video about how they did that while social distancing, and it was just amazing to me. And I feel like maybe some of these issues that have been coming out with like big releases this year could mm. be tied back to the fact that everybody has to social distance and they can't be working with each other in a close space to be able to if an issue comes up it's easy to let another part of your team know yeah but there's another thing and i know this is going to sound stupid but it's actually true and it's kind of interesting we all know about the shortages the rtx 30 series was really hard to get right same thing with the processor, the AMD ones. Same thing with the Xboxes and the PS5s. We're all aware of this, right? Yeah. Are we aware that game developers are having a hard time getting to 30 series cards as well? And I find that funny. I've seen a guy today yep. who apparently has six 3080s. Yep. He's running a mining rig in the trunk of his BMW. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I remember a few... Yeah. I remember a few months ago that, uh, yeah, a lot of game developers were actually complaining to NVIDIA and AMD, well, especially AMD as well now, that even they can't get the cards to develop games on. This game was being developed at the time of all this shit. There's chances that they couldn't even get one at the time while being developed, and that could be a big thing with it as well, is the fact that they couldn't even get the hardware to test it on. You know, there's all these factors, right, when it comes into it. So I'm kind of on the game of like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forgive it for now. <laughs> Just fix the fucking thing, because I want to play the yeah. game the way it's meant to be played. All right, let's uh, get past the medium. Let's go into PS4 modding, and I just want to hit on this really quick. I just want to... So, the reason I bring this up is recently I got I came into possession of a modded PS4, and I want to thank the guy. He knows who he is, who, and he's definitely going to listen to the show, so thanks for giving me a good deal on it. I appreciate it, and it works fucking great. The reason I want to bring it up is because there's a lot of I've been doing a lot of research on it, and everybody knows like I always delve into the modded stuff. That's all I do. I love I love fucking with modded systems. It's a big deal for me, right? The cool thing about it is I just want to say if because he was really confused about it too. If you're on six point seven two, I highly recommend you actually do upgrade to seven point zero two and do the new mod that they have out for that, so that you don't have to backlog your games. So anybody who's listening that do deal with PS4 modding, upgrade your fucking system seven point zero two. It's stupid to stay back. <laughs> it's totally fine. It's safe and it works no problem. Just go ahead and do it. Also, 7.55. I think that's what we were talking about, Jeff. 7.55 is what you had? 
I th no, I have 7.5, but okay. 7.55, I think, is what you were saying. Yeah. The newest. So there's there's now 7.55 firmware has now been modded. It's not released yet, but they're already, they're already doing testing on it. So I just wanted to put put that in there. All right. We got two topics left. Then we got to do a little bit of discussion here, and then we're finished with the show. So Cyber Shadow, Matty Boy, I think that was yours. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, Yacht Club, Yacht Club Games. Sorry, I can't. That speak. sounds familiar. Uh, um, from Shovel Knight fame. Oh um, yes. In the <laughs> uh, I don't think they fully. Uh, I don't think they developed this one. I th I think it's more of a production deal. Uh, but nonetheless, it's it's very much in the same vein. It feels like you're playing Ninja Gaiden for uh, normal Nintendo, which is That's <laughs> very sick. much. My aesthetic, my jam. So, uh, yeah, lots of fun. Great game. Recommend it. Nice. Right on. Um, although, I will say, old school hard. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Yeah. That's kind of like Ninja <laughs> Crusaders, too, man. I love that. I'm man, you always fucking talk about, about Ninja Crusaders. It's a good game, too. It is great. Yep. I remember we went, uh, I played it because you mentioned it back in the old uh, SGP. Yep. And it was it was pretty great. I remember Justin was like, when we first started hanging out, I remember you brought up Ninja Crusaders when you seen it. I was collecting Nintendo back in the day. I was like, Ninja Crusaders? You're talking about Ninja God? And you're like, no, 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 no. Ninja Crusaders is way better. <laughs> it's like it goes way back to my childhood. That was great. Um, yeah. Then we played it. It's like, oh man, it's like you get to turn into the animals. That yeah, was yeah. Part about it. All right. So the big topic, the massive, the huge thing that happened just before we started filming the show today, um, Golden Eye sixty four released for the three sixty. This is a huge thing that happened because it was made in two thousand seven. Was set to release in two thousand seven. Never happened because the game got into such legal shit when it came to the licensing because it's got to go between like six different license holders, including Nintendo, Microsoft, uh, Activision, the ones who own the movie, like just all kinds of people. And it never, ever, ever uh, came out, even though it's been still up to today being fought in order to figure it out. There's lots of tweets from, you know, Phil Spencer on Xbox talking about how he, you know, they tried to do what they could and they still can't figure out how to do it. There's just too many hands on the, on the IP. Mm. However, lo and behold, uh, thanks to the internet, a few days ago we got a video come out on YouTube that showed a playthrough speedrun of the game itself, the entirety of it. Now that got everybody excited. It's like, holy shit, somebody actually has a copy of this. Maybe we might get it. This is the way things go when it comes to leaks. We, the person, I'm not going to say his name, I'm not going to give him any, you know, nothing, <laughs> we have any to give, uh, recognition, but um, because I thought it was a really stupid thing the way he actually did it. Now, he came through in the end, but it was kind of dumb the way he was just like, oh, you know, uh, can't talk about nothing. It's like, all right, buddy, you know, nobody cares. Like, you know, if you're going to release it, release it. If not, then go fuck off something. <laughs> now, he didn't release it, but somebody obviously he knows did, and it came out today. Um, it is a real thing, if anybody's wondering, and you can play it on your computer. If your computer can run Xenia, the ambulance, the 360 emulator. Personally, I put it over to my modded one, and I tried it out tonight. And I have thoughts on it. <laughs> so, first of all, any achievement hunters out there, the achievements do not work, unfortunately. They are there, they are implemented, but they don't unlock 
when you do it. Yeah, I mean, you'd almost expect that, really. And that's, you know what? I understand. That's okay. I was a little bit upset, but I love achievements. I thought it would be really cool to get them all and do the 100% thing on this. And unfortunately, that's not finished. And that's okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. Luckily, that's kind of it. Everything else seems to be there. The game runs at 60 frames per second. It looks fucking fantastic. It is uh, in 1080p. It has the cool feature where if you press the right bumper, you can flick back and forth between the two game, the graphic modes, the old school and the new one. Just like Halo did with the Anniversary Edition. Same fucking thing. Yep. They kept all the original music, which is cool. The layout's all the same. But they added in something very particular I thought was awesome. You can now play multiplayer through split screen, like you could before, or through system link. What does that mean? That means you can play it online. And you can actually play it online today using tunneling software. They also added in more levels for multiplayer, including the dam. And there's like, there looks like there's four more levels on top of what they had, or five. I think it's five more. But anyway, dam is one of them that I have unlocked. I can't see any others right now. So I'm not entirely sure what the rest of them are. But I know that there's more. I think Egyptian is actually one that's in multiplayer now, or the train. Anyway, that's there too. So wild, dude. It it is one of the like I've been watching this, waiting everything that will come out. I remember since two thousand seven, I watched this shit, hoping one day that they would actually release it. And I would have paid a lot of money for this fucking game. And I'm telling you now, when I get off of this podcast, that's my evening. I'm playing Goldeneye all fucking night. Um, but I think it's one of the coolest things. And I like I I'm not gonna say where to get it. All I'm gonna say is that to end it now, you guys dip. You know what I mean? But when we get off podcast, so. but anybody who wants to get it, all you gotta do if if you look on Twitter, if you look on uh, archive org, all you gotta do is just search up Goldeneye X X B L A, and you might find it. It's quite simple. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. I, that's all I want to talk about. I just had to get that off my chest. I think it's one of the coolest leaks to ever come out. Uh, in gaming history, it's one of the biggest games in gaming history, and to to have that remake, and I'm sure somebody at Microsoft kind of just slid it under the table, kind of thing. That's what I think that they just slid it under the table, ran away, and just like, here you go, boss, have at it, like fuck the it. Greater good. Yeah, yeah it, you know, some of these developers, man, they don't give a fuck. They just want their they want their creation out there, and they know it's just sitting there in a hard drive. Nobody can play this thing, and everybody wants it. Nobody's making any money off it. Have at it. You know what I mean? Someone went in one night, broke in just to put on their USB stick. It's 200 Dude. megabytes. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you didn't even mention uh, the biggest addition, dude, is the, uh, the ability to equalize everyone's height. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of the odd job, uh, the odd job bullshit. Uh, there's actually an option to make it so that everybody's at a fair advantage in height. <laughs> Why not just Next get rid level. of odd job? <laughs> Game of the year. Game of the year 2021. Uh, remaster of Goldeneye. Oh, it's so it's so good. Everybody knows how big of a fan of Goldeneye am. I think this is one of the biggest things for me ever. So no matter what I refuse to play with you. Listen, just because you <laughs> just because you ain't got the skills, man. It's all good. <laughs> That's I, all we did, I, I, right? I, 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 it's all we did. <laughs> 
Um, so I'm going to tell everybody right now, when we get into 2021's game of the year, that's what it is for me. It'll never change. There's nothing. Metroid 4, <laughs> Metroid Prime 4 can come out tomorrow. It is not going to beat this one. Nothing beats GoldenEye for me. This is one of the best days of my life for gaming right here. I'm very happy. About yeah, this. yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll change your tune when you're being stomped on by a giant vampire lady in Resident Evil Village. Never, not going to touch GoldenEye, man. However, I am looking forward to that very much. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's Goldeneye. Now the last thing we gotta talk about is a bit of gaming general gaming discussion. Some some couch multiplayer game recommendations, and of course the th- one thing that we didn't throw into the topic, the challenges. <laughs> oh yeah, boy. The challenges. So um uh, just going back a little bit, um talk a little bit about couch couch gaming and stuff, because that was my topic that I wanted to discuss about. Um, yeah. So we've had some friends that uh, live upstairs that, that come down uh, every evening or every other evening sometimes. And the good boys, and, too, uh, you know? <laughs> and, you know, that's Colin. Colin you know, you know yes, it's Colin I know. And, and Jess now and his one. So, you know, you know, another couple, they come down and we hang out and, and play games and stuff. So, you know, we use the Switch a lot for, for couch gaming and, uh, you know, come across a couple of good you know, multiplayer games that just, you know, I wanted to talk about, you know, a couple of them are obviously, you know, obvious. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just like, you know, a couple of cool recommendations, you know, maybe even get a couple of your ideas about some, uh, you know, that maybe we, we could even try out. Um, the first one I want to talk about is a new game that I recently downloaded as well. Um, it also came out within the last couple of weeks. Um uh, it's uh, it's called Unspottable. Uh, have any of you guys ever heard of that? Yeah. No. No. So so basically, it's a you know it's a, it's a multiplayer couch game. Uh, you you pick your character. You know, there's little goofy characters and little hats and stuff that you can choose from, and then you start your friends in a room, and then um, there's like a, a you know about a hundred robots that just pile in the room. And you kind of have to walk around and make it look like you're one of the copies of the robots because they all look you all look alike, and you have to try to punch your friend oh, out in the crowd of robots. <laughs> so it, it gets really fun on the couch gaming and and stuff, right? Because you, you don't know, and the more the more you robots you knock out, I mean, the closer you are to finding one of your friends, but the more you're probably going to be losing points because you're supposed to just find your friends. Okay. Hey, did you uh, did you guys ever did you guys try playing uh, Diablo Three Couch Co-op? Uh, not yet. That's um, a really good one to play. Me and Colin, yeah, me and Colin were going to do that, but I'm thinking that we could probably even run it on the PS4. Oh yeah, yeah. Already, oh yeah, totally. I already have it on the PS4 anyway, right? Yeah. So, yep. Um, I prefer probably play Diablo on on PS4. Yep. Yeah. I wish I had. I don't really know any. See, that's the thing. I don't really play many games of people like couch co-op style. It's just yeah. not. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. I didn't mean to cut you off either, man. Sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all good. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was you know one of the main ones there's a couple other ones that i'll just brush up on really quick you know mario tennis aces is fucking awesome for four players you know going playing doubles and stuff and then we just do random we would go in we would just four of us would do random players 
and you know just totally do everything at random and then we would you know set the teams at random and it was a lot of fun you know you got the mario kart super smash bros okay you know but uh, mario tennis aces has uh, has really uh, we've been getting into that a little bit too and i find a lot of the time when me and ashley are just hanging out together you know we'll sit down and sit back and we'll, we'll play some tennis okay so are, are we good now can we get into the last topic right quick yeah what's up all right so i want to talk about the challenges so now back in the day we used to do this thing on, on sgp where i'm sure all the viewers who are returning <laughs> all the viewers who are returning we do this for fun um We'll know that we used to do something called Game Grub where we would sit down and we would eat something that was abnormal or strange. Maybe it was something that was new, whatever. And we would try it out and just give a little review on the food. Now, we're not just doing that. Yeah, let's not listen to that. Okay. Buddy, um, can we not talk about that again? <laughs> that, that, to eat. that shit was... When we moved out of that house, we found some, like... like it was fucking gross. Fucking dried up worms, man. What the fuck? Anyway, we are not doing that this time. SGP has moved past that and grown up. Now we do game challenges. And we already had one. And I challenged Jeff recently. And no, it wasn't to do with the show, really. But it was more of a test, right? I think. And I challenged Jeff to beat Evil Within. Um, Within, I think it was, what was it, Jeff? Five days total? Yeah, I think it was like five days. He had to do like 12 o'clock on a Sunday, and I think I challenged him on Tuesday or something like that. Anyway, he did it at 11 a.m. <laughs> with an hour to go. Thanks, bye. Appreciate that. Literally watching the time go down because if Jeffrey did it in time, I was going to do um, uh, a punishment. And punishment was... This is going. Yeah, and now I let him have it. I said, "Listen, here's what I'm going to do. If you do the challenge, I will pay any Barbie game your choice. I will live stream it to Facebook for one hour, and I will do commentary over." Of course, he did it. Like I said, with one hour left, and he chose Detective Barbie for me to play on Facebook for all of my friends to see for one straight hour and to commentate over. And I did, and it was off. You did. <laughs> I did. It's on Facebook. <laughs> now this is the, this is the thing. This is the thing, though. You know, it was it was actually quite fun, and I enjoyed it a lot. And Jeff took it upon himself to actually even say, like, "Hey, listen, if if I don't do it, I'll take the challenge on myself, and I'll do the game and do the commentary on Facebook." So it was one of those more like gentlemen's challenges type of things, right? And anyway, in the end, it was a lot of fun. So. We did it again. So this is where we're going to go. So Jeff then, um, we said, okay, so this worked out. It was a fun thing to do. Let's make a thing of it. So that's what we're going to do on the show. So we're going to be, the only th difference is now me and Jeff have a challenge going right now for each other. At the end of this, at, oh, by the time we do the next episode, we will go back and we'll talk about how the challenge went. It's a gentleman's game. So it's more like we try and be as honest as possible you know what i mean it's a lot for a lot of fun so we're we're all going to take part into it and just try and be honest about it there's certain ways that we can prove it like jeff showed me the achievements from his uh from his achievement list to show that he did the game at that time and that was good enough for me i wouldn't have cared anyway but it was fine so i challenged jeff to beat ori the blind forest with less than 120 deaths 
I recently finished a game with over 300 deaths. It's not an easy game. I don't know, Jeff, did you play it yet? Uh, I haven't been able to start it yet, no, but uh, okay. I'll get on that for the next one. Yep, so Jeff got until... Now, normally I told I did say that you don't have a time limit, right? However, we do have to have it done by the time the next episode comes out. So that would be like... I think we're trying to do like once a month anyway. So by the time the next episode, anyway, I'm sure he'll have to get finished and we'll find out how many deaths he had and he will do a... Whatever, we'll figure it out at the time what he's going to have to do as a repercussion. However, in turn, if he doesn't do it, whatever that repercussion is will fall on the person who initiated the challenge, such as myself. Um, so he, that's his challenge. He has on, he has to finish the game with 120 lives or less, or 120 deaths or less. Less. He in turn initiated a challenge on me. I have to finish with, by the time I start it, which I haven't done yet. Alien Isolation. When it goes to start, I got five days just like the other challenge to finish the game on any difficulty I, I choose. Again, so this is where things get interesting. Me or him could have two challenges or two repercussions to do in one uh, in one go. Depending on how uh, how good we do it, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. So between the two of you, you will challenge each other to something before next episode. Oh, we ask that you do it fair. Like I said, like I made Jeff play Evil Within, which is a hard game, but he's done it before. But I let him play it on any difficulty, and I give him five days to do so. So it wasn't like an impossible challenge. Not like when Jeffrey turned around and told me to finish Dark Souls fucking 2 by myself in like a few days. Right? That would have been fun. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> anyway, so that's the kind of thing that we're going to go for now going forward. It's just something to keep us fun. And it's a gentleman's challenge. Like I said, honesty is the best practice when it comes to it. Just The, the repercussions don't have to be something stupid like run around naked outside and get filmed and throw thrown on Facebook. But do something fun. So you guys can take a few minutes to come up with a challenge for each other if you like. Doesn't matter what it is, as long as you guys can play it or whatever. Oh, yeah. man. I wanted to go back to the couch co-op for just a minute as I was trying to find the game. It's a VR game that works kind of like uh, Jackbox Party Pack. Now, the person who uses the headset, they are standing in the middle of a kitchen, and the other players can either play with the controller or with their phones and connect to it. But one person who is uh, using the VR, they have to find these, what they call uh, takelings. And this is actually the name of the game. And they'll be running around in the kitchen and trying to stay away from the person trying to kill them for a time limit. And it gets pretty crazy because, like, you can go and try and, like, stick them in a toaster. And while they're stuck in a toaster, their friends are trying to hide around and, uh, like, unplug the toaster so they can get back out, and they're trying to run around hiding cups, or uh, you can catch them on fire with the stove, lots of different things, throw them out a window. And um, it seems like a very good and fun couch co-op game for VR. Yep. And I think everybody <laughs> would enjoy it. Yeah. Sorry, dude, what was the name of it? Uh, the Take Wings, or Take Wings, I think it is. Take Wings? Yeah. I want to... like a lot of fun. I want to like step in for a second, just put a plug in now while Je while Justin and Matt are trying to figure out what kind of challenges they can make on each other. Uh, so for this new uh, revival, we are actually going to be on Discord. Anybody who wants to join up can check our Twitter, and uh, it's just a Disc Gamer podcast on Twitter. And we will be putting up the episodes will be on this from Spotify. 
Also, eventually, um, long-time members or people who have uh, got status upgrades or anything like that can actually come in and listen live to the recordings when we go to do them later on down the road if we get enough, enough people wanting to do that. Yeah, that's why we have that option there. Before we start, yeah. Exactly. Topics and stuff like that. We can have people can put topic requests in for the next episode. All kinds of good stuff. Ooh. They can initiate challenges to us if they really feel like doing so or giving ideas for challenges for future episodes. Lots of cool stuff coming. Lots of plans. Yeah. Hey, Justin. Yeah. yeah, I know you said you don't have a gaming computer. Do you have, like... Uh... A computer or anything that would be able to run like a Super Nintendo emulator? Yeah, what game do you want me to try to finish? I was thinking about maybe... Uh, did you ever try the Link to the Past randomizer? I love it. <laughs> and funny enough, I actually have been watching some of uh, your show with your brother. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, since you got, you were talking about it a lot, um, you know, when we were testing things, you know, a couple of days ago, um, mm -hmm. I took the opportunity while I was home just to kind of, you know, check check it out, and you know, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's it's a bit of fun. We uh, we tend to do it every Thursday. Um, obviously not. But I might miss a week or two, but yeah, it's a it's a good good time. It's a good brain teaser i think for for somebody like me that's played the uh the vanilla version of the game so many times it's cool to go back and replay it but have everything all shook up it's pretty fucking cool it's pretty man cool. no yeah. cool yeah i really did like um link link's awakening that was that a 2020 game who was it? I think that might have been 2019 did justin no no hold on there did justin find a 2020 game <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Justin. That came out in 1993, buddy. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Jesus. 2019. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. All right. So, is that what Justin? Is that your challenge? You're doing. Uh, you're doing randomizer. What is his requirements? Does he have to finish I one? Try it. Uh, like, what do you do? I, that's the thing. I, I'm not like super familiar with the randomizer. Like, I know, like, you know, I I've seen you guys. Send just... you, uh, yeah, I can like set up a uh, a ROM for you. You basically just need to download like the Japanese version of the ROM and then go to the website and set up your, um, you know, your parameters. Well, you want it you, like you can choose how messed up you want it to be and uh your character sprite and all that that's shit. cool challenge though have them so what you want to do is like have them okay so you got to finish the randomizer game because it's basically just playing legend of zelda willing to pass just everything's moved around that's the way it generally is yeah um, and it only takes about um a couple hours know, like the guy like three and a half four four hours you know i've seen the guys run through it in like two and a half on occasion or, or quicker and you'll have a month to do it right so that's the thing right you can use save states yeah, and yeah. everything so okay so that seems like a fair challenge repercussions let's not we're not going to come up with them right now the repercussions can be later on you know i mean we can go to the next episode really and then give someone gives give people something to think about before you watch the next episode you know what i mean look forward to finding out what they had to do because if Justin beats it, Matt got to do the repercussion backwards. 
Justin oh, doesn't shit. do it. He hasn't done a repercussion. So between them, they'll figure one out for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you got something yeah, for Matt? Yeah, figure out a challenge for Matt. Oh my gosh! Like again, you know, uh, you know, Matt's Matt's PC world. You know, that's that's not uh, no longer my thing. Unfortunately, I, I really don't know where to go with it. This uh, really put me in the spotlight here. Uh, yeah, it's mm. a little tricky to think of on the spot, but uh, it can be. I know, I know. I'm, I apologize. I just want to make it a bit fun of it. Now, going forward, it'll be much yeah. easier, you know? Yeah. Um, God, man, I, I really don't know. I, I, you might have to think about this one and get back to you, bud. Yeah, no worries, man. Jeff, do we have any suggestions that we can throw their way to help yeah. them out? Uh, Matt, Matt, Matt's, Matt's PC anyway. gamer, man. Matt's PC gamer. And we're an emulator, yep. Think of any NES games or any type of. All right, Jeff. All right, Jeff. Let's think about this now. Matt likes randomizers. <laughs> this randomizer. What's up? What's up? Dark Souls, Foggate. That's too much, though. That's that's just too much. I've never, I've never finished a From Software game. Yeah, that's too much. You never finished Bloodborne? I would what like fuck? to see. I would like to see an Ocarina of Time <laughs> randomizer. Ah, I like that. Yeah, I there is one. There is one. There is. There is. There, is. there definitely Matt, is. There's a randomizer for everything, man. There's a fucking Mario 64 randomizer, bro. Like, <laughs> one for everything. Some games don't need a randomizer, but uh, yeah, um, I'll, I'll see if there's an Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Uh, I always mispronounce that. I like that. Um, yeah, I'll see if there's a randomizer for it. Hopefully, it's good. Hopefully, it's as well thought out as the uh, link to the. They, one they are, Matt. Yeah, they are. I've seen to it. Stream it. Let me know because I'd love to check it out. Yeah, no, <laughs> you can make that cool. a part of the challenge, Justin. <laughs> But in turn, well, Matt could also make it make you stream yours. Yeah, man. Hey, I had to stream yeah. Barbie. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> All right. Let's leave it. Let's leave it kosher for right now. You know what I mean? Maybe later on we'll make it a little bit more interesting. But yeah. uh, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, a randomizer each. I get to play Alien Isolation, which I haven't done before. It's my first time. Should and, be spooky. And Jeff, and Jeff has the fun task of beating Ori when 120 deaths are last. Good fucking luck with that one. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't see that one happening. That is uh, going. It is a hard one. I'll just be super cautious. That's not going to help you. But anyway, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it is a fucking hard game, but it's a fantastic game all the same. Anybody who can should try those games. They're fantastic. Guys, I think that's it for the night. I think that was a great first episode and a great way to come back again. I hope everybody had fun. Yeah. Yeah. I hope everybody fails their challenges. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're going to have a fun time trying to beat Alien Isolation. Yeah, I will. I know. I I don't suspect I'm going to beat it, but, you know, I'm going to give it a go. It's the thing. If I like the game, man, I'll, I'll stick to it. It's very. It has a lot of save points. So I mean, it's not. Yeah, but it's a. But I know why you picked it. I know why you picked it because it's a fucking sneaking game, and it's a horror game. And I don't like sneaking games, but I love horror games. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just and one of those things. The scariest things. part is literally while you're playing the game. It's not when you die. It's yeah, when you just, yeah. It's it's a stressful game. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. 
Thank you all for coming. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. Blah, blah, blah. We'll be back. Maybe in a month. But we'll be back. Peace. Peace out, guys. Peace out. <laughs>